0: There's no place to escape to. This is the last oh, yes. on the left side stories. Yeah, you
1: up your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, side stories. <laughs> yeah. oh, yes. This is my thing, man. Yeah, you, what's your thing? You live your windows open. You're asking Wait. me to look in your windows of your home. What the hell do, how would that even matter, Henry? If
0: you leave it's the It's a glass open. window. I'm just saying, I'm not
1: sticking my head I'm in like you, I'm trying to get a pot pie out w- of the kitchen. Like, like, You're I'm not, not Little Boy to- Blue.
0: What I'm saying is, how would it being open or closed have anything to do with you being able to look into it? They're glass windows. There's a whole sentence. Those in glass houses shouldn't throw rocks. But that's, that's about sinning. You want to breathe in their home is what you no, want to do. I want to be able to look and
1: see how do you decorate your house? How do normal <laughs> people do that? Like, what do you do? What Where do you put furniture? What do you do? You're how like many members old- of, is, your, of, is your family? How many girls? How many boys? How uh-huh. many men? How many women in there? How many dogs you got in there? You got any guns in there? Hey, what's the perimeter over here? You're in my neighborhood.
0: Wow. Well, that escalated very quickly, all within your own mind. You're like an HGTV peeping tom you just want to see how they decorate and then you're going to take their ideas but when they walk into your home and they realize that your house is decorated the exact same is their pictures
1: of their family
0: up and stuff mm. Something very comforting, but also extremely unnerving about our neighbor's home. Chris, Did you well, notice?
1: I'm you now. I have like a silicone <laughs> mask of the, fa- of the father. I've been like, it's me. I'm the father. Oh. It's Father's Day. Oh. Six months
0: ago. <laughs> Where's
1: my tie? Where's my fun mug?
0: Well, that... Launches the new horror series, Father's Day, coming out on Mother's Day. All right, everyone, welcome to Side Stories. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry. What a wacky week we have. (laughs) It is just,
1: wow, is it fucking wacky.
0: It really is. We have an update. Oh, my God. Just when you thought it wasn't safe. To walk down the streets of Chicago. It's not completely. The Chicago police have said it's at least safe for those who don't want to get beamed with eggs as the egg deliverer person has been discovered. The
1: Eggman, the Chicago Scrambler, has been caught. But we also, this is, has, to be honest, Kissel, this has nothing to do with the Chicago Police Department. They what do you did mean? Nothing to stop this person and he's not yet arrested. We don't know the person's name because he's not been charged with the crime so that it has not been broadcast yet, right?
0: Okay. So this he was a
1: driver for a value furniture company. So we did So say is that correctly the truck we did that say that yes. Yes, but
0: well, that was the tr- so he was using his company truck. He was.
1: That's not appropriate. He was a delivery man who might have been a bit disgruntled. Right, because also, <laughs> yeah. my question is: I want to meet a delivery person that starts off gruntled,
0: right? Which I guess is happy. Grunt We've actually had this conversation. Gruntled. I don't think exists as a word. We literally had this t- conversation when we were driving. I believe gruntled's not a word. I think but gruntle, disgruntled is a word.
1: Gruntled sounds like. You know when you're only half hard, you're trying to get
0: it inside? You're gruntled. You're gruntled. And then to get fully hard, he, you have to get disgruntled. Disgruntled. Okay, but, so never he mind. Gruntled part- is a word. It means pleased, satisfied, and contented. So there we go. Well, I'm fucking gruntled
1: about it. Yes, but indeed. You're guy, very happy. He he was a driver for value furniture. Uh, he The only thing we know is that he, this person was fired from their job. Uh, the company wants to say, first of all, The company was unaware that this driver was engaged in this unauthorized conduct. The driver was promptly terminated upon his wrongful actions being brought to the attention
0: of the company. Wow, thou protest too much, company. Hmm. Perhaps you provided the eggs. Maybe you noticed some eggs were leaving or missing from the refrigerator. And did you say anything, sir?
1: But this is one time that we must give a tip of the cap to the web sleuths that did put this whole story
0: together. Don't fuck with don't fuck with cats. Fantastic documentary. They were completely incorrect. Completely in that film. incorrect, and led, led to somebody's uh, suicide. This is the crime for internet detectives. This is what you're this supposed to This is it. Do. This is it. Gets no bigger, and dare I say, no better in many ways. Because who doesn't want to catch the Eggman in sure. Chicago? But know this: if you are dabbling in anything more than a misdemeanor, and you're a Facebook detective, it's too big for you. It's too and big. You ain't gonna solve it. You're gonna lead to somebody's innocent suicide yes not that that person was a good person per se they posted a bad video in that documentary but be careful who you accuse
1: of murder but this is important it did help do with the show you know what this shows data solves crimes it does. which is something that the fbi they use a lot of time in their sure. tactics right the idea of uh, canvassing and doing all edges c- covering all edges, covering all angles. Just yes. a constant a glut of information. And that is what finally stopped the scrambler. Now my question is <laughs> if the scrambler is still out there, we still want to speak to you. We want to know your motives.
0: Oh my god, it's yeah. we do
1: have him on the line. Okay. All right, scrambler. Don't yeah, ask anything, anything, anything. Can't understand you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> I. Well, I guess he hung up.
1: Oh my god, it's bad. Wow!
0: It's always been AMA. Ask me anything. But yes,
1: if you're the Chicago scrambler, even a very good impersonator, we want to meet you and we want to speak (laughs) with you. We want to know what's going on. We want to know. Technically, you could
0: just do it. Yes, sure. I I don't want to. I'm Um, outsourcing this. Okay, fantastic. Moshe Tamsit, uh, that is the individual who runs True Chicago. Speaking of a, this is a once in a lifetime. So don't get this stuck in your noodle. Facebook hero. Yes, very he, few. You're very few of those. It is a neighborhood Facebook page. They ain't in it for the press. It's just very local, which is where Facebook might actually somewhat be beneficial, I suppose. He turned the post of egg attacks into a single page. He mapped all 86 attacks, and he had to say, I just set up the Chicago Egg Hunters as a repository for everyone's information. And dare I say, they filled it up with 600 group members. They got you know, to work. And they solve the crime. Uh, unfortunately, the cops don't seem to give a shit. because
1: well, they, they don't know there what there are to real charge crimes him. as well. There are real crimes happening at the same time yeah. that they are they are very busy with. But I yeah. will say that they don't know what crime to charge him with. It's going to take someone to charge this person with a crime they're going to have to come forward and say like this is assault
0: abuse of poultry
1: i mean abuse of poultry when it comes down to it if you go into any one of those shops down in brooklyn where you can just buy a live chicken just to kill it for fun well for food yes but some people kill them for fun you
0: could do that as well Uh, but then again don't we have to get away from the factory farm and shouldn't we have to see our food, eye to eye. I agree,
1: which is why I'm going to have a whole bunch of hogs in front of my house that I slaughter <laughs> for my bacon.
0: Yeah, it is going to be weird as you put the numbers on their forehead as if it's the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, oh, my God. Jake Busey. Jake Busey. Uh, totally derailed. Jake Busey, the guy, Michael J. Fox. The It's a fantastic white movie. Oh, my God. They put the numbers. Teen on- Wolf? No, they put the numbers on the forehead. And that's when you're next. What? Jake Busey. Jake Busey. Michael J. Fox. Numbers on the forehead. Michael J. Fox. The demons come in. The ghosts. It's very funny. The frighteners. The frighteners. Thank you. We got there. Okay. Just lastly, Tamsin, again, the man who set up the Facebook page, he says, to basically get the message back to the egg truck folks that you've had a good run, it was kind of funny, he says. You haven't caused serious injury yet. Yet. But it's very possible death by egg. (laughs) Please. And this is a message to the scrambler.
1: Honestly... If you got to move on to throwing waffles at people, I'm totally cool with that. Or pancakes, a full breakfast, totally make it a brunch bus. Please do, but um, don't start shooting people.
0: No, 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 no. You know
1: what actually really would help if the Chicago Scrambler could really go down and help us scramble some eggs. It's down in Texas. Yes, because indeed. those eggs are going to need to get scrambled oh, by from somebody else, God, and are, that's how it's going to yeah. have to come down. All it, man. Right. Send them down there, Chicago <laughs> Scrambler. They need you in Texas.
0: Yes, they and do. And also
1: in our Texas states, we are traveling with an abortion van. <laughs> which I'm really excited for. Thanks, Spotify.
0: Yes. Thank you so much, the Swedes, uh, coming through when we need them the most. We talked about what's going on in Texas on Top Hat last week. uh, So give that episode a listen. It's what one would call devastating. Okay. So speaking of devastating, last week we have, we kind of have a double update this week. Don't we, we do. We do. Last week we talked about a dude who was running away from the cops and then a bad uh, the corpses he, kept falling out the corpses of the back kept of it. Falling out. And I
1: believe someone also brought up the film Bad Boys Two. Oh, did that happen
0: in Bad Boys Two? I believe. Yes, indeed. Of course it's so this time, as the cops are doing another police chase, and here, you know what? Again, frame it. Thank you, police officers, because sometimes your job is very difficult. to
1: Sometimes it is. I mean, I, I will say it is always difficult to be a police officer, yes. but sometimes it doesn't get your uniform all dirty.
0: Sometimes it does not. So whether it be corpses flying out of the back of a goddamn corpse bus or in this case, a man who was being chased by the cops, tossed his penis out his car window. Hey, Amen. You can imagine what a rough day it is to be the... Uh, to be the car windshield of that police car. God damn it, the balls are still there. Can't Get the balls off the rim. They said these were the best windshield wipers around. Apparently they did not think about having human cocks flung out of windows. A Tennessee man allegedly flung his own severed peanuts out of his car window during a police chase. Uh, his name is Tyson Gilbert. He's 39. Uh, he, he said, said that, that he had heard yeah. uh, some voices on the radio. That told him to cut off his penis. So, cut off your penis. No, don't do that. I wish you don't. Cut do, off your keep penis. Keep your penis on. Keep, keep. Cut off your penis. Cut, keep your penis on. So I'm not sure <laughs> if he was listening to Rush Limbaugh recording live from hell, but either way, some horrible radio DJ who I do believe may have done cut off your dick Thursdays. I mean, cut off your dick Thursdays has been really helping a lot of traffic because people just you, stop going to work once you lose the dick. Yeah. So he's on this highway. He's on this high high speed. Pursuit with the cops. So uh, he was partially
1: blocking the highway. I actually don't know why they were originally were uh, chasing him.
0: Well, either way, at some point during the chase, again, he ditched his uh, dick out of his. uh, It's a Honda Accord, which you can imagine. Uh, that is the exact car that you would want to fling a cock out of according to a tennessee highway patrol <laughs> preliminary yeah, report yeah i would say the
1: honda accord has the most severed dicks <laughs> inside
0: of it versus any other make and model of car i mean it's just not a tesla move Yeah, they're it's keeping not. their little no. dicks oh yeah they're it's for them. it's for lauding your tiny tiny pigs exactly so this is according to the tennessee highway patrol they say gilbert opened the door to his vehicle where the trooper observed gilbert was bleeding from an alleged Self inflicted wound, Gilbert shut the vehicle's door and sped away. So it looks like he had cut off his Johnson. He cut off his Johnson. Before the highway pursuit even began and, and well I, he so, says he, apparently, it's just they, a lot for this poor guy this is a rough day for this dude this was just a
1: regular traffic stop apparently oh. i pulled up behind him i turned my lights and he took off and refused to stop <laughs> he was all over the road the whole time yeah because his fucking dick has been cut off he turned on, off dick, all, he, bro. he turned off on old liberty road and came to a stop. he opened his door he was naked
0: and covered in blood he then shut <laughs> his door and he kept driving and then they found the little pecker on the side of the street <laughs> oh man the uh, entire chase was 30 miles. So I got to give this guy some credit for being able to drive 30 miles, hemorrhaging blood from his cock as he's staring at his little winky. Maybe he named it. Maybe they had a conversation like yes. an episode of South Park. They might have- or maybe he just Why looked at Why you do at- it?
1: Why you got to break up this relationship?
0: It's a hard relationship to end. I made
1: you do everything you ever needed to do in your life. <laughs> I'm the driving force.
0: Uh, so anyway, they haven't confirmed the man's name, uh, but they couldn't confirm the state. But they and they also don't know the state of the man's penis. Mm. Um, apparently, people have been asking the hospital, but I guess there's HIPAA privacy laws where you can't be like his cock is doing fine. It's, yeah, how do you, it's the balls cock can't now. sign
1: the fucking document.
0: Well, not on its own. That's a good point, Henry. That's a good point. See? A cock can't sign any document unless you slam it down with your own hand so yeah you know
1: body parts are flying everywhere we got reports of a bunch of fetuses lying around of a funeral home but it comes down to what we were saying right before the show that would be a big deal if there were a bunch of fetuses lying around
0: an ihop exactly that That, would be a big deal that was a story we're not even going to cover they found a bunch of bodies and fetuses in this uh morgue it's in a morgue and so just i guess you have a run a clean morgue. Could you run a clean morgue? Yes, please? This is a, this is a sanitary issue. Not, this is actually an inventory issue. It, Honestly, is and we saw that during COVID in 2020 is all oh, those bodies rotted. Yep, um, and also because... Pornhub just
1: released its first transparency record, which I think is really interesting because what's nice about the transparency mm. report is that you can l- lay underneath it and someone just can shit on it from the top. <laughs> Wait, hold on, they have a transparency record? Yeah, they, they're because their idea they're trying to show they're trying to show of their course. bookkeeping and kind of like who's yeah. using the site and all that kind of shit. And I just think that it's really nice that you can use the report to lie under while someone shits on top of it. Can no, you see a, what I'm saying?
0: I got I got what you were saying, kind of the pigeon effect there. Um, I was I actually, having fun. No, you were having fun, and I just reminded myself that I watched a little bit of pornography yesterday, which Whoa. I'm actually uh, oh, wow. in kind of my old age. I think my penis has stopped working, but uh, that's fine. You know what I like to watch? What? People watching their porn you were talking about this the you girls really watch like their the reactions the reaction to it it's very interesting because they're like oh yeah that's a good one and then it's funny because then they, they, God, they nice. masturbate
1: it's better than it's just, like inception to, to be honest i think that that's more refreshing than the camera guy you know what i mean if it was just oh, me there God. like he's got hardcore porn in there and then just me going yeah. like yeah yeah we always try to make sure we get from behind the balls one time I just to it. stop you from jerking off the whole point is to extenuate your your circumstance
0: this has been a conversation since porno has existed bill hicks did a bit about it literally 35 years ago
1: nobody likes the shot from behind the balls. somebody
0: bus. must they must like i guess they, they, they must, must. like right. the male bunt with the balls they must like it Maybe it's a Mormon who still thinks he's looking at straight uh, porn. He's like, "No, I don't. I just oh, like that's true. View. Maybe that's the case. I
1: just feel like to see a man's the, behind the balls that's a that's a,
0: a spouse's view
1: that's, that's a spouse's like that's a view. thing that you have to see you have to see it would be like them, it
0: would be like them showing us their tax returns. and I say that's personal. <laughs> that is personal. But nonetheless, what do I know? Right from your grave.
1: My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation. And my own did everybody come around being like, Where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And almost like, stop talking to my wife.
0: She's spoken for you can see it with the blue Nile. Bling, she's got on her.
1: Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eaten. Downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash left. Get up to sixty percent off at babbel.com slash left. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: All right. Well, this story Henry brought to my attention yesterday and Holy shit, this is going to be, we're going to dip our toe into this because this is without a doubt the biggest story of the week and my biggest, it is biggest in both, uh, in both death count, shenanigans, Shenanigans. chicanery, and just overall, what the hell is going on in South Carolina? So first of all, we're going to take y'all trip down to
1: old South Carolina, it's rural, (laughs) It's a rural part of the world. That's what they keep saying. They say rural.
0: Rural. Rural.
1: Um, This takes place uh, down, down in the swampy south. And it's the tale of the Murdoch family. Murdoch.
0: It's Murdoch. Is it Murdoch? It's Murdoch. Okay, it's a hard G-H. Yes,
1: the Murdoch family and the murders that haunt this ginger... Very rich and possibly inbred (laughs) family that is gotten there very, very powerful in South Carolina. And apparently, Kissel, we better be careful because we're even just talking about the Murdoch family. And this is true. We could put us in the scopes of whoever it is. that's picking off these family members one by one because apparently down South Carolina. You don't talk about the Murdoch family.
0: All right, we'll get into it. The Murdoch family looks like a kind of family whose mother sends every single dish that they get from Applebee's back to the kitchen because it isn't just right. This is the type the of boys, people that
1: salted butter is too spicy
0: for. Yes, the, the boys, unfortunately, they are redheads. I can't claim to know every redhead, so don't come at me by the redhead, We police. don't know. We're, we don't know these people. We're a good people, um, but the boys do look like they have been both bullied violently, but then also trickled down that bullying to anyone else who is mildly smaller than than them. And the father looks uh like he has eyes of a man who is constantly shitting but also unable to.
1: Yes, his name is Big Red. That's what they call him. <laughs> Alec Murdoch, who I guess is currently or was currently a prosecutor for yes, was. a very a very important law family in the uh in South Carolina. As a matter of fact, his I believe his father and his grandfather and his great-grandfather were all of the, the solicitors. Mm-hmm. For South Carolina, which so is it, is their version of it's something like a D.A.
0: This is what we call old
1: money, old money. And, but in America, and, it's never that old. Right. The most it could be is about 150 years old. But that's that's as far as they go back. And this is how long they have had. They have held positions of power within yes, the government of South without Carolina.
0: Without earning any of it. That's called yes. nepotism. Yes,
1: it is. It's the way of the land. And so on June 7th of 2021, this, star, this story starts here. So weird. Alex Murdaugh, the patriarch of this family. He finds his son, Paul, and his wife, Maggie, and their ex- very extensive 1,700-acre hunting lodge was out in the middle of fucking
0: nowhere, that's right? It's just their hunting lodge. That's just their hunting 1700, lodge. 1,700, like, that's where I go take a piss outside.
1: Yes. 1,700 acres. They also have an apartment. They have several homes. Um, they are both found dead of gunshot wounds. Paul Ooh. was shot two times with a shotgun, close range. His fucking, his head was basically exploded and yeah. he got shot in the chest. But then his wife, Maggie was also shot but with a separate gun several different times and that's oh that is very mysterious very mysterious alex murdoch calls the police and has a very frantic 911 call which is it is very frantic and very hysterical
0: right but again i listened to some of the call and it is a man not to reference chrisley knows best all the time as the emasculated wannabe macho man yes um but he was he was uh Again, as I say, th- th- thou protest too much, perhaps. He it might it be. was very actory, I thought.
1: Who knows? Who knows? Because he hit like he accessed some emotions. Now, this is not the first time the Murdoch family has fallen afoul of the law recently. No. Because what we do know is that during this time period, an active investigation was at, centered on Paul Murdoch. That's right. That is the son that was murdered. He might have murdered a person by the name of Mallory Beach in a boating accident that happened in 2019
0: This, this it's what they called they're calling it south carolina's chappaquiddick Absolutely, this was a 19-year-old woman, super sad. So Paul was actually facing felony charges, and it had just been
1: opened back up because his very powerful legal family had somehow managed to shut down all of the really intense inquiry into the son's uh, culpability. He was not given a dry uh, drinker. D-U- he was not given a DUI test the night yeah. of the uh,
0: Drug of the actual test, like yeah. bullshit.
1: Like he was nothing happened, and they uh, purposely because they had a call Big Red. You hear in the 911 call. They're like, we got to call Big Red, Big, Big Red, Red is going to fix it up. And that's Alec Murdoch. He's going to show up with Pappy, the old grandpa, who's going to show up at the police station say, you're not talking to Paul anymore, and we're yanking him. And mm-hmm. now they're trying to, uh, this is whole quagmire of this wrongful death investigation.
0: We were talking about this a bit on Top end as well, about Ahmed Arbery, where the, the attorney general didn't press charges because you're like, no, I know the people who killed him. It's OK. Anyway, she's being she's being charged now. And I think something very similar happened here where when it comes to the 19 year old, obviously, yes, the, the Paul was being charged. But, you know, this was going to be a slap at the uh, slap on the wrist at on the wrist at best, because, again, the power well, that this family held. Well, it had just moved. From a
1: because they were trying to make it a wrongful death mm-hmm. a scenario, and apparently the plea bargain had fallen apart and was just about to start going into actual court hearings. Right, so that's one. That's one. That's section. one thing.
0: So we got two people dead: Paul and the mom, plus Mallory a victim Beach, from
1: Paul, plus yes, a victim from Paul. Paul was involved in a boat crash where yes. he was probably driving this boat, and the wrongful death of Mallory Beach occurred. Okay. Correct. So that's that's now all happened that's a right? lot for one family that's a lot for one family cut to several days ago when alex murdoch is then shot in the head while he was apparently fixing a flat tire on his truck
0: okay now what happened here okay so apparently
1: according to alec murdoch who lived
0: right we're gonna get into our theories after this yes
1: he's alive alec murdoch called nine one one said Oh, I was out here fixing my car. and then and a truck drove past me, and he turned back around, and he said to me, "You got car trouble?" And that's the last thing I remember, right? Because mm-hmm. he got shot in the head. Now, you may ask yourself if the man was shot in the head, how in the fuck did he make this phone call? It's because he was grazed,
0: just grazed. He just grazed also, as all of this is going on, the backdrop of this as well is big red. Uh, Being fired from his law firm because of embezzling money, perhaps. But (laughs) But we didn't know about that. We did not know about that. So Big Red also took the initiative and said, you can't fire me, law firm. I quit because so this, he
1: sent an, he, well, he sent out this fucking like very woe is me, which I get. I, I understand why it's was. Let's say he's completely innocent and it retracts. Right? Yeah,
0: this is what he had to say. He says, I'm resigning from my law firm and entering rehab after a long battle that has been exasperated by these murders. I'm immensely sorry to everyone I've hurt, including my family, friends and colleagues. I ask for pa- I ask for prayers as I rehabilitate myself and my relationships, although many of them are now corpses. So I'm not sure if you can rehabilitate that, but I love the immediate. Unless you get a shaman. But that is the immediate thing where it's like, like when Kevin Spacey got busted for all the bullshit yes, he was doing. Yes, but I'm gay. I am gay. I'm going to feel like, okay, great. Go to rehab. Like I probably will go to rehab at some point, but hopefully there's not two corpses being my motivation. And like, I embezzled all this money from LPN. That's why you can <laughs> oh, see God. my new swag. You can see my new <laughs> shoe. Oh my that God. is really, I got one nice new shoe from all the money I embezzled. No,
1: you're when you, when we go to rehab, it's going to be like a vacation. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> um, But no,
1: he, uh he knew full well that he was fired as of that Friday. Yeah. Yes. Because they knew that he was embezzling what, they, what a, one report says was millions of dollars I'm, from his own family's law firm.
0: That's why, you know what, a little bright side, grass is always greener. That's what they say. You look at this family, you're in South Carolina, you're struggling to make ends meet. I wish I was part of the Murdoch family. They have it all so good. Meanwhile, just cut to him, just sweating profusely in the kitchen. Just She's being like, like fuck, oh my fuck God, me, do all fuck this. me, it's Maybe? grumbling, it's grumbling. And also going in, be, before we get to our theories, the wife. Evidently, you were telling me this, Henry, evidently the wife was trying to sniff around the finances a little bit, was she not?
1: Yes, Maggie Murdoch apparently had hired what is called a forensic accountant to sort of look into all of the different finances. Just when you
0: thought thought an accountant couldn't get any more nerdy. It's a forensic accountant. It gets
1: there. I'm a cop (laughs) accountant, which is very interesting. But uh, Maggie seemed to be was feeling around, seeing how much money they exactly had, Mm -hmm. how much Mm -hmm. money that Alec had. Oh, exactly, maybe what she might get out of a divorce. Perhaps possibly. they were
0: separated. I mean, they, they weren't in love anymore. Apparently,
1: perhaps. they were separated. They were living separately. But again, there are there's, there's also swirls of rumor here. Yes. Um so we we're not quite certain. Uh there's a there's actually really interesting like several sources of information on this if you're interested in the uh, Murdoch murder mystery. I believe is one of the Reddit groups and then there is another there's several like little micro podcasts yeah. that cover it in all detail which is honestly it, it really helped me kind of wrap my head around it, but it seems to be Maggie was angling to get a divorce as well. Okay. And so all of these things happened At once. Okay.
0: All right. So now what happened? What are our theories? Let's take. So I'm going to start my theory at the end where he is changing his tire. Evidently a man in a pickup truck or a truck comes up and grazes him on the forehead. First of all, I believe he set that entire thing up. Why? Number one, Big Red don't change his own tire. No. Big Red Red has never changed his own tire. He has On Star on demand. He has a militia of people to come and change his tire. People like that do not change their own tire. Number two if you're sent to kill Murdoch and you go back and you're like, yeah, I think I got him. And you find, and then they find out, oh, you, you grazed him. No, no, now you're dead. So an assassin who shoots someone in the head, shoots them in the head and then goes back and to be like, Oh, and one more time, one more, make sure you're dead. So I believe all of that was a setup by Murdoch. As we talked about Henry to try to maybe to try to outflank the police and try to uh, outwit everyone and maybe try to gain some sympathy. But if you're the cops, you're like, well that's another weird thing that happened to a person that we've never seen happen before. It's very interesting because the fact
1: that Maggie and Paul were murdered by two separate guns. That is not but very- But don't common. you think that's him don't you think that's him be like, yes. I've I'm all I'm out Big Red!
0: He's done it again.
1: I am the smartest <laughs> of the rats. But I think he might have done it on his own. He might have had goons kill the, the Maggie and Paul. Like Maybe he the might same have had you goon guys he did. had fake killing him. Maybe. But then I also, my mind, the first thing that I, I thought was that, okay, so he winged. So his head got winged by a bullet. In it's my a mind, big head. I could see him doing it to himself as well. I could oh see him gosh. setting all this up and be like, all I got to do is graze it. That's all I got to do is just graze my head. That's it. Come on, Big Red. They don't call it's, you Big Red for being act like a small red. Small reds can't shoot themselves in the head and live. I'm a big red. I can shoot myself in the forehead and I'll live the dance and dance again. I and do so, love
0: people who have been told yes their entire lives and people who just come again from genera- generational wealth. I respect new wealthy and people who earned it through uh, through merit. But I can see this. this is where we really find out How stupid this family is. Well, it
1: comes down to it at some point. Because, you know, the one thing that they did come forward and say, like, because people were criticizing them because of how much power they hold and how much money they have, you know. And they did the very standard, like, uh, Big Red came out and said, like, we're just people. We're just like you. But when it comes down to it, they don't have the No, they're not just like us. They are not just like us. And when your entire family dies, because also there's an older son, Buster. We didn't know where Buster is.
0: Did they, Buster's Buster, guilty of something. You're but, telling me but, they named him Buster. Well, did they not see? Yeah. Did they not see freaking? um? <laughs> what's the name of that show? The, the name of the episode? What's yeah, the name of the development. Did they not see <laughs> yes. the name of him, <laughs> him Buster? Are oh, you Buster kidding me?
1: might just be possibly implicated to another murder that is surrounded that it's the name keeps coming up, right? Because this is the problem is that what apparently, is happening? Apparently, the, the Murdoch story was that like the the paul murdoch half of the story was one investigation that was currently going on but apparently when they went and did the investigation at the hunting grounds where the murders happened it opened up information to another murder a young man by the name of stephen smith okay was found uh he was on an isolated road he was found with what originally was called they believe it was a hit and run they said that uh his head was completely bashed open, but uh, oh. they didn't know exactly what happened to him. That
0: scene from Hereditary.
1: Yes, and they said apparently they're, they're, the theory, the prevailing theory, was that he got hit by the rearview mirror of a truck and a bus opened his head, right? Okay. But there is rumors again flying around everywhere that the Murnock boys had something to do with the murder of Stephen Smith because Stephen Smith was the one of the local gays. Oh and my maybe, God. just maybe, somebody in the family was involved with him romantically, well, and they were trying to cover it up. Don't know. Again, this is total rumor, but the thing that is weird I could see is that the Stephen Smith death, had that case has been reopened up with information that they found <sighs> at the horse ranch, at the, whatever that fucking, the murder grounds Honestly, were.
0: going back to the start of the show, those in glass houses, because you can imagine the uh, the politics of these people as they demonize others. Just again, no, we will keep you updated on this case as it goes, as we get more information.
1: If you've got information, especially people has have got boots on the ground, email us at sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. If you know the Murdoch family, I'd love some information because maybe we're entirely wrong. Maybe they're the only generationally wealthy family that is decent in America. I don't know. Maybe they're the ones that everybody loves and they've done nothing but good things and certainly have never done whatever it takes to bend an entire state to the will of one family. So yeah. let us know if maybe we're incorrect. Maybe because also when it comes
0: down to it, they could all just be the victims of cruel circumstance. Uh, it would be one hell of a circumstance. That's all I know. So if you are out there and you're killing the entire Murdoch family, stop doing that too. Don't
1: do that. Don't kill the Murdoch if family. if you the same as the Chicago Scrambler, again, we'd love to talk to you. I, I mm-hmm. will have you on the show. We'll talk about it. Also looking for the booking information for Sirhan Sirhan. So if anybody out there has a direct line to Sirhan Sirhan, now that he's going to be out in Gen Pop, I'm really excited to have him on the show. I want to ask him some questions. Again, how's the food in jail?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fascinated. Actually, that would be a great interview. We don't really delve into the world of the criminal mind uh, per se in person, but when it comes to Sirhan Sirhan, he's a historical figure, like truly. So it would be a pretty amazing thing. Do you Although not think you do he wonder did, his
1: brains are probably fucking that's scrambled. Just, at this yeah,
0: point. it would probably just be a, a bunch of nonsense. But perhaps with the power of editing, we could get three <laughs> solid sentences, which is all we um, really need to do. And I know the people who edit would just love to. Dig through the garble of a man who's been in solitary for 35, 40 years. <laughs> they
1: love it, man. They love to kind of parcel together his hot
0: takes. Yeah. All right. um, well, also,
1: just, a big shout out to the Satanic Temple doing a good job. They're trying to, uh, uh, they're trying to sue the state of Texas on their new abortion ban. So absolutely.
0: Be really the uh, the the Satanic Church, when it comes to about the Satanic
1: Temple, the, the Satanic, Satanic Church. Temple, I the Church apologize. of Satan, which I'm actually more of an adherent to. We're just mostly um,
0: really excited about Halloween. Uh, right. Well, Halloween is right around the corner. So make sure you get your candy and all of those fun costumes for your kids. OK. Um, <laughs> in Omaha, is please, just, just, uh, <laughs> this is just a little story, but I just think it's kind of funny because I'm visualizing it. So there's this Omaha police officer. Apparently, he was like super hammered, and he was just driving around, and he hit like multiple cars as they were parked, oh God, and so prosecutors have charged-
1: It's hard to do. You can avoid them if they're parked. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean?
0: So you can just see him just back <laughs> up.
1: Whip, whip. Oh, man. There's another car. No These no, cars no. keep sneaking up on
0: This is crazy, man. Are they moving faster? Are we going second. too slow?
1: Here's, here's cars being a little ninjas, huh?
0: So prosecutors have charged 31-year-old officer- Humberto Herrera with providing false information, leaving the scene of a property damage crash. No way. Reckless driving and colliding with a fixed object in the June 12th crash. Dad? Colliding with a fixed object, that's just them making fun of him. Yes, that is. That's just them making... Because technically technically that shouldn't be a crime that's you are already the victim of your own stupidity they're trying to figure out a way to charge you for being
1: a fucking moron <laughs> because that's what they have to do they have to give you a very embarrassing ticket i bet you it says like so saw we like oh, on it
0: isn't that sad so anyway you got to be careful out there um, even when an a police officer alcohol is still a very powerful drug from your grave.
1: this show is sponsored by better help but if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet! Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing! You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it, and it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds. For less money and less hassle, try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-A-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Oh, Here we go. I want to tell you a story that's probably fake. Okay, great see how this goes. Tell me if this is wrong this is what I'm certain that this is fair. Great. But I just like the, the breakdown of it. 30 years ago, a man named Vasile Gorgos, hmm. who was then 63 years old, went missing. Gorgos <laughs> was a cattle man, <laughs> and he traveled to so many fairs, oh. various counties in Romania. He negotiated the sales of all of these cows and the chickens and the cattle. <laughs> what wonders you say from vampire? And his family said, "Oh, he made such many trips. He Gorgos always going on trip, right? <laughs> he always returned to family on time. Oh. He never had problem on the road." But in 1991, Gorgos, oh, fate came and took Gorgos because no. he took a train ticket. He bought a train ticket. He told his wife and his children, he would be back in a few days.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's yeah. what yeah. I He took his wife and not know anybody. he going to be back in a few days. Okay. Yep. And they saw him then. Guess what? What happened? He did not come home. He did not come they home. They reported his disappearance to the police, but to no avail. They actually held a memorial service for him. They said that he was dead, but then cut to August 2021. And I don't know how this happened. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The quiet, the Sunday afternoon. This car suddenly stopped in front of the house of the Gorgos family, and from it, they pushed out an old man.
0: And <laughs> so who was nice. it? Ninety-three-year-old Vasily Gorgos. Oh my! And goodness. he was wearing the same <laughs> clothes. He didn't gain any weight, huh? <laughs> Lucky. Lucky guy. He
1: had on thirty years ago. They can't believe it. They looked at him. They were in shock, and they asked him, "Where have you been these thirty years ago?" And they said they looked in his pocket and they found the train ticket. <laughs> the very same thing, ticket. <laughs> he's, he's, he's kidding. they ask go to go. Where have you been? It seems like he was what in prison, and he just got his old clothes back. Oh no way. He said he didn't. Rec- he barely recognized anyone, at the same time, he looked very well groomed. He was clean, not emaciated, and they asked him, "Where were you this whole time?" Yeah. And the old man, he turned to them, and he simply said, "I was at home." And that's
0: it. All right. So it seems like somebody that he moved in with said, "We've had enough of you," and they sent him back to his old family. Thirty years later, but a way to get out. Absolutely. All right. Well, this next story here. Before we get into hero of the week, you you see this story from Las Vegas?
1: Oh, this is a uh, I. yo oh.
0: this story oh. is freaking disgusting. Brad, I mean, thought what happens in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas, unless it's an absolute felonious murder but i feel like
1: those are the things that should most stay in vegas
0: no what stays in vegas is all of your money <laughs> because you don't seem to bring that home with you brad Men, kevin dent and heather pate they murdered and tortured this dude named roy jaggers now roy was dating heather pate roy, roy Jag- jaggers
1: sounds like the fat cousin of mick jaggers of
0: course no roy is not allowed anywhere of course in this I'm case i'm sorry he's the I, mean, I know he's
1: dead i'm sorry he man.
0: is the victim here he's yeah, a 27 year old man he was Jesus kidnapped Christ. by these three Uh, And then it was just brutal. So it ends with him being forced to strip naked and walk off a cliff. Uh, And then at that point, they also shot him, which, dare I say, is the definition of overkill. But before all of that. This is some kind of sexual trip. Well, they are upset because this was Pate's former friend and lover. Uh, Yes. Of course, Pate's being the lady that uh, was involved in this. But before they forced him to walk off a cliff and shot him, they used a blowtorch and a whole series of other weapons to... Oh, torture him. And I have to say, isn't that just a little bit too much for anyone to handle?
1: I just don't really know. Well, it seems like this was a this seems to be some form of custody battle, apparently.
0: Yeah, apparently. Uh, um, so, so they say, according to uh, David Berchowitz, he's the sheriff's captain. Peyton Dent lured Jaggers to Pate's home where they beat and handcuffed him because they well, believed that he had harmed Pate's young son. Then they threw him in the back of a car and drove him out to the remote area. And uh, that's where over multiple hours, they utilized a bunch of different weapons. So yes, who knows but what they know? They said they used an axe, a baton, knives, and again, a blowtorch. I, sometimes it's not about what they use. It's also which is what you find. You know what yeah, you but that's also what they used: An axe, a baton,
1: yeah. knives, and blowtorch. That's I don't horrible. agree with it. But apparently Heather Pate was with the, the other two people were Kevin Dent and Brad Men. Yes. Um, Kevin Dent was pate's current boyfriend uh-huh. and brad men was her last boyfriend so she got her two she got her boyfriend and her ex together to go murder her other ex because they said <sighs> i guess they had something to do with the son or that was just something who like what knows she wanted to get what a, she
0: said she yeah exactly it's
1: very intense i don't know what the hell is the actual truth of this story well, but it's man just being able to get your ex and your current boyfriend
0: together to murder somebody how strong is that coochie It's pussy magic. She has it, and obviously uh, she has a type, and these guys have a type because they all look like the kind of people who would murder and torture someone with a blowtorch. They
1: all look like a younger version of the homeless man from Dennis the Menace.
0: Oh, I love Baines. I love Baines. I really do. Jagger's body was discovered again uh, by a jogger in the morning hours, so be very careful, or by an unidentified man in the early hours, but you would have to imagine uh, they were doing some kind of workout, or perhaps they were stumbling home. Absolutely hammered from a bar, which is when I would prefer to see a body because then you're just desensitized enough to initially be like, yes, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it could bounce off my eyeballs for a little bit if I'm so if I'm very drunk and like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't deal with that right now.
0: And it takes a second to settle in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where yeah. yeah, I don't want to see it. It's (laughs) been a long time since I've seen a dead body.
0: I've never. Well. Uh, I saw them the I've train. never seen one in, a, in the. You saw a dead body in the, On the train
1: Yeah I saw a dead body Well we didn't know He was dead Until somebody touched him And then he slumped Right over and then <laughs> But that Mama. was like One of those that It's hard because You know it's waxy And then of course And then uh, Funerals Of course But those don't Those don't count those don't I'm count. talking
0: You gotta find one In the wild
1: Yeah yeah, it's somebody, yeah you, you kinda wanna be Surprised by a dead body In a way yeah. Because Going to a funeral To see one's really sad
0: uh-huh. But being surprised by one Sometimes is kind of fun well, something happened here. Cassie Robinson, that's the mother of Roy. She says that occasionally he would babysit Pate's children and look after the dogs. So who knows? Who fucking knows? I also don't trust that these people like were like looking after their kid because it seems like they have the capability of murdering someone uh with a blowtorch. I don't and think that so,
1: whatever happened, they're correct. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. She says the mom says, I know exactly what he looked he was like. What he's capable of and he was not capable of. And she says he would never do anything wrong to hurt another human being. So there you go. Uh, that's just another day in beautiful Varnville. No, nope, no, nope, but this it case. might as well. be. This is in Las Vegas. So yep. anyway, be careful out there and uh, don't hang out too closely with your ex-girlfriend and her current boyfriend, because at some point she will convince you to murder someone. Yep. Okay. Just yeah, don't don't be that close to an ex. Be friends, though, if you can.
1: If you can, figure out a way to navigate it, but also don't stress it.
0: All right, now it is time for Hero of the Week. Now, this is a real hero. This is a real hero, and I'm going to say this is a twofer, a plumber. Now, a plumber, he was 49 years old. We've sang, we've sang the praises of plumbers everywhere. I love plumbers. We actually did a meet and greet, or the Q&A, I believe someone was said he was a uh, former plumber. His father ran the, ran the plumbing business, and we said, thank you for your service. But he did admit, some days, it's not fun to be a plumber. No, so a lot of days, I imagine it's not. We had a plumber at our house the other day. Yeah, how was he that? He was jacked. Oh, strong. Very big guy. That's, that's going to handle your big old poops. But even <laughs> oh, yeah, when you're plumbing, you get a big old turd in that toilet, what are you going to do? I don't know, man. You gotta that's, sing. That's what I would do, man. Kev, Come down to it. You gotta do something, make the time pass. Absolutely. Kev Crane is forty nine years old. He spent six weeks installing a new suite at the home of Paul Keenley. Now, Paul Keenly he owns a record label. Ooh, okay, so this is you never is pretty, know. You, you, never, never, know. you, you never know. You never know.
1: You never know who you're working with. You
0: never know. And apparently, Kev would sing beautifully. He would sing. I wonder what song he sang. Well, he sang some of David Bowie. He sang a little Meatloaf. No way. And Paul, the record label company, uh, the uh, the record label boss, he was so impressed with the dulcet tones. He gave Kev a deal. I do want to note that he waited until after the job was done. I mean, because he did have him do it for an entire Because he knew that if
1: he gave it before the job, he'd stop being a plumber. (laughs) Exactly. So he decided to be like, let me get this one last plumbing thing out of here before I get this gold record to the
0: presses. Absolutely. So Kev said he was shocked when Paul offered him a chance to sign on his new reality records, which has artists from Brazil, New York, and Britain stunned kev said i got a call and a and a, and a quote <laughs> i got a call to go and quote some bathrooms i thought fair enough that's huge i then started working at paul's house and i like to sing when i'm working and he pulled me into the living room one night for a conversation about my singing voice things could really go out i mean away.
1: honestly he does sound but, like he's trying to suck your dick <laughs> this is <along>. a hero <laughs> segment
0: he said i he said <laughs> i started telling him that i love music that i used to be in a band
1: here sit here shit here oh
0: that shirt looks so what? Mm-hmm. Yes, I love music, and then he also goes on to say, and have written an album, more of a hobby, really. And he said, I was shocked when he said he wanted to hear it. I sent him the album on Friday, and thought if I don't hear from him over the weekend, I can just go back for to work with him on Monday and just carry on fitting his bathrooms. That's incredible. Yes, indeed. That is the dream. Yes, the indeed, idea of just
1: is. like being plucked. That's that's the that's, that's a Tony Braxton dream.
0: Yes, indeed. Kev used to be a uh, used to be in a cover band called The Reprise, which was a cover band for uh, Depeche Mode. That's whoa. That's <laughs> isn't, interesting. Isn't that fun? And uh, Paul said he really liked the album and he wanted to sign Kev. Kev says I carried on working at his house and at the same time finishing my album in the recording studio. It's overwhelming. So there you go, Kev, your hero of the week wow, for making your dreams work. come true, and Paul for being someone who closely watches every plumber that comes into his home <laughs>
1: i mean that's the thing yeah just <laughs> staring at him while he's working honestly when he comes out to it, you never know you are gonna get inspired
0: you never know and so i just think that's a great story in many ways because you never know what can happen and uh, it's great that uh, kev was living his best life singing singing and then something happened good
1: so it's important to sing so it's important because you never know mm-hmm. when somebody's listening
0: you never know and they need a song yep and again Again, the story could have gone either way, which is mm-hmm. why Paul is also a hero. Yes. Because again, he did not rape the plumber. Exactly. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. I was work, looking at everybody. You. I was looking at your crack there. You you bring in that
1: You're not the first man to do this, but I <laughs> gotta tell you what you're the
0: most handsome man. Okay, to do. very good.
1: Here we go. Here's some listener letters. A lot of people messaging about uh mosquitoes.
0: Yes. Any
1: any are they good for anything? Uh, they're for food.
0: Um for other I was told that toadies and and uh and frogs don't like mosquitoes.
1: I also so this comes from a very um this is kinda of almost this is scary what this what this person wrote. Um we talk about. Remember the guy who died at the rockroach, the cockroach eating contest. Yeah, of course, right? And said it, ha- it seems to happen too much. Oh yeah. And this person said, "I used to breed rare cockroaches at a museum I worked at in the past, and I realized the type and size of cockroach he was eating would truly be a grotesque way to die, because cockroaches don't die immediately upon being smashed <laughs> or chewed." In this example. A- and their legs are extremely spiny, so I can only imagine the agony of that poor man as hundreds of eviscerated cockroach bodies try to climb back up his esophagus. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so that... That's Jesus. Like, Why'd they have him eat those kind of cockroaches? Because well, they're because it's a radio station. Yeah, they don't think they care about people too no. much. Wasps provides both ecosystem services and ecosystem ecosystem functions Mm -hmm. it is a common misconception that wasps are just pests wasps are also extremely important pollinators as many adult species actually consume nectar they are also extremely important predators of pest insects especially parasitoids Parasitoids wasps are a large subset within the wasp group who lay their eggs inside or on top of unsuspecting hosts. The larvae would then burrow into the body cavity of the organism <laughs> as they develop and they will eat the organs of the host. Of is the this pro wasp or anti wasp? That's horrible. I, I, but I guess the, the larvae will target non essential organs of the host in order to keep it alive long enough That's for the larvae to develop into its free living adult stage. So, are yeah, you? That is uh, well, I don't, you haven't convinced me. Um, but mosquitoes. Well, having earned their terrible reputation, are still ecologically important. Mosquitoes are also pollinators. Hmm. At some stages, the males will eat nectar from flowers and and thereby will contribute at least some to pollination. They are also extremely important food source for birds, fish, bats, reptiles, and other insects.
0: So, All right. No, I don't right. fucking know. That's fine, then. It's still gross. I'll, I'll give a bat a food. I'll, give, I'll put up bat burgers for I bats. Wanna, I wish I could beat a bat. If we could get rid of mosquitoes forever, I will happily take care of all other animals. I fucking wish. All right. Um, and
1: now we have two creepy alien stories. Whew. I woke up one night, no idea what, what time it was, but it was very late and dark. There was a faint glowing in my room coming from the corner where my dresser was. I turned my head and looked towards the glow and saw two tall creatures hiding behind my dresser, peeking their heads around my dresser with their three-fingered hands clutched on the sides of it. Woo! This is it could be, If this was real, it's creepy. It could be real. They had big black eyes, and their skin had a faint yellow-green glow to it. With these two was a worm-like object, same glowing hue to it. I don't know if it was alive or not but it was behind the dresser with them. It was rigid, kind of like a black accordion pipes used for garden drainage and Mm. some sort of goo coming from the top of it. (laughs) As I looked at these things, terrified, I noticed a glow from my doorway. I turned to look at it and saw two more shorter versions of the creatures walking down the hall towards my then one point, one and a half year old sister's room. One of them raised its hand and I fell back asleep. (sighs) The next morning I woke thinking I had a bad dream. But my sister was found to have a small BB-sized lump on her forehead by her hairline. Doctors took scans, but nothing showed up. At some point in her life, that small dot, that small knot just disappeared. Hmm. I used to draw what I saw to show my parents, who to this day still believe I saw something. I've told the story several times over the years to several people, and they tell me it never changes. Whether it's real or the worst night terror ever, it stays in my mind as clear and as vivid as a movie I watched yesterday.
0: All right. That's very interesting. Who knows? I mean, that shit,
1: that's, it is creepy.
0: You never know. Now being a simple Polish
1: boy raised Catholic, I'd say my childhood was quite uneventful in terms of unexplained phenomena. However, that all changed when I was 15. After immigrating from Poland, my family and I settled in the great flat expanse known as Calgary, Alberta. Oh. One thing that I always appreciated was the skyline, which was almost always free of clouds and you could see everything in full detail at night as long as you were in the right place.
0: Talk about talented real estate. It's the expand, it's what is the flat expanse. The, the flat
1: it, expanse of Calgary.
0: The flat expanse? And oh, we've been in wow, Calgary. That's, that's one way, that's one exciting and, uh, way to say it. the
1: incredible skyline of Calgary with <laughs> yeah. the Walmart and the two other
0: buildings. Yes, indeed. Love Calgary. Uh,
1: Calgary, love Calgary. Can't wait to go back. Since my family was quite strict, I would also find myself walking around at night, with friends, partaking in underage drinking and the jazz cabbage—that's weed. <laughs> I go to a or a spot. Was always in, it was a nearby industrial park where, after about 7 p.m., became a ghost town. Great, we used to do that too. But so one night, a group of five friends and I were sitting on a berm near some train tracks, sipping on some fine Canadian swill. When one of us exclaimed that he saw something in the sky, we looked up among and among the darkness, lightly illuminated by the industrial light pollution, and saw something bizarre. It was the silhouette of a pitch-black triangular craft slightly scooting across the night sky. I recall it being so dark that I felt like it almost absorbed the light as it passed over. Mm. I found it strange that it slowly rotated as it passed through our views. We watched in awe as it slowly migrated its way to the west out towards what we we would call the boonies, Mm. basically just fields. The craft started to pulse a golden-orange light you think it would just disappear after this, but oh boy, were we wrong. It then proceeded to do a full glowing U-turn in the air and shot completely out of sight in a glowing red swoop. Cool. The only way I could resist the only way I could describe it would be like a fiery thin red ribbon getting stretched across the sky. And as quickly as it all happened, it was gone, leaving no trace. Of its existence.
0: Whoa! Very cool. That's very interesting. I'd love to go get hammered in a goddamn old construction park in Calgary.
1: That's all I want to do. I want to get hammered in Calgary. I want to
0: mm-hmm. go and see a goddamn UFO. God damn it! God damn it! That's right. You all right. Fucking give it to me. God damn it! Absolutely. Well, thanks everyone for listening this week.
1: Um, guys, so excited. We got a couple of bits of news here. This weekend, we've got coming up. Posted, hosted by Ed Lawson. It is a mug shot. Roast. It's a
0: mugshot roast working with The Last Prisoner Project. Ed Larson put this together. I have, I am trying to find my mugshots. When I was 19 and 380 pounds, my DUI, and then when I got uh, detained in the tombs, that mugshot I think I might actually look good in. Yes. But I can't figure out how to get them. So if anyone has any... Uh... I don't know.
1: Just so you know, it is on the Twitch Sunday, September 12th, Woo! 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitchtv lastpodcastnetwork. All any money we raise yep. goes straight to Last Prisoner Project, and it's Abs- going to be a lot of
0: fun. Absolutely, and we're so proud to be working with Last Prisoner Project. And so, thanks for supporting uh, them and everything that we are doing with them. And thanks for buying our weed. Oh, um, it's yeah. really been a wonderful experience. I've been getting high off my own supply all weekend. And I gotta say that, Sativa, it'll make you stay up until nine o'clock in the morning because cuddling dogs is so fun. It's cute and it's fun. It is um, a good. So, time. yeah,
1: join us on our journey and mission. Yeah. To stop people from being in jail for sweet, sweet-ish. that sweet, sweet Absolute. fucking weed.
0: Absolutely. So make
1: sure you live every day knowing that, uh, try not to, I would live every day, try not to accrue the amount of enemies that it would take an entire town of which of people to kill you and your family.
0: Yeah, don't do that. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely not. You know how
1: you do that? Laugh. Oh. A little bit more. Well, you could laugh. Now. You laugh a little bit more. Don't, don't take things so seriously. But what if, if you don't want the whole town to kill your family?
0: But laughter could be kind of maniacal. Well, you have to, like, if you
1: find yourself in the middle of a. <laughs> turned it into a. Because <laughs> people, no one. No one can kill you if they think that there's something wrong with your mental Sure, mentality.
0: absolutely not.
1: And make sure you love the fact that it, even when it comes down to it, if the whole fucking town is trying to kill you and you are part of an
0: intergenerational family that has millions and millions of mm-hmm. dollars, you can just crush them legally. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to see you on the road again very soon. Uh, never forget. Yes. Hail yourselves.
1: Hail Satan. Maguselations, everyone. Hail me. Don't kill your family. Not yet. Never. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo... And in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Aukerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians, as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Listen every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts.